I'm scared. Don't be scared. You'll be all right. <laughs> Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good day to you all. And welcome to Who the Heck Are You? My name's Adam. And I'm Dan. Oh, but you know what day it is. It's April Day. It's opposite day. Yeah, it's April Fool Day. <laughs> I don't feel that foolish. Bruh. Hey. But yes. Adam. Thank you at all for joining us for another round of musical sort of like uh you ever play cow bingo, Adam? Cow bingo? No. Yeah. I've played bingo, but what's cow bingo? Cow bingo? You lived out in the sticks and you never heard of cow bingo, eh? Well, um they didn't well. hang out in the sticks. They were around <laughs> me though. <laughs> they were around me, not um so for those of you who did who did actually go into farmland, Cow Bingo is where they set up a bingo board and on the on the lawn, and then they would let cow or cows graze. And you know what happens after cows eat enough? Um, that would be the bingo game. <laughs> so oh. it's a completely random, a random game of bingo depending on where the cow was standing uh, to deliver the 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 casting vote. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. great. Could we do like yeah. a person bingo? Uh, I think that would be a little unsanitary. Humans are meat eaters. Just can't oh, do it. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's not going to happen. But not me, so I'll be all right. I can do it. Vegetarian person bingo. Okay, good. Yeah. That's right, Adam. After a while, I guess I guess it, do- <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't matter. You're just like a cow at this point. I don't know why you're calling me Adam. Sorry. I'm dead. <laughs> well, uh, I've decided to start us off today. I, I, we've spent most of the week, if not all of the week, completely isolated. Again, we are remote. Uh, this time, hopefully, no latency or uh, dropouts. Or, I guess last time, nobody could hear it, uh, but <laughs> yeah, we were hearing it. We could hear it, but that was with the when we had Rob on and I think it was Rob's fault so that's right it's totally his fault now that he's not here (laughs) (laughs) so first track we're gonna listen to is by a band named Juicy Lucy with a song called Mr. Skin Have you ever heard of Juicy yeah. Lucy, Adam? Um, no. I mean, Dan? Uh, thank you. Thank you. I raised my head in the touch of situation. This is called Mr. Skin, but it is. Looking out for that dollar. Can you get closer to your mic? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that better? It is now, yeah. You're sounding garbly. In fact, I didn't know you were talking at all. So I looked at the waveform. Huh? Now you're far away. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I'm, weird. I'm like my face is in it. Now your face is in it? Yeah. Don't put it too far. Now. Go back to where you were before. Alright. How's that? That's better. But you can still hear Juicy Lucy, right? Oh, I absolutely can. Mr. Skin. Paul Williams, vocals, Chris Mercer, sax, piano, and organ, Mick Moody, guitar, Rod Combs, drums, and Jim Leverton on bass. 
and Glenn Ross Campbell on steel guitar. Wait, did you say Glenn Ross Campbell? Glenn Ross Campbell. That's my uncle. Nuh-uh. Yeah, Glenn Ross Campbell. Really? 1971. Oh my god. I I knew it, but I don't think anybody else knew it. No. But your uncle did meet, uh, he hung out with Tony Danza, though, right? That's true. Well, I never did. did. Yeah, Yeah, your uncle. We're still waiting on that proof. Yeah. Well, this sounds like some <laughs> some, some ecstatic rock from 1971. And lots of cowbell. Oh my gosh. The voice and the guitar are in the same pitch. Yeah, there's the steel guitar. Oh my Actually, god. That sounds like. That sounded like a violin. That didn't sound like steel, but who knows? Glenn Ross Campbell could be a magician for all we know. Yeah, that's true. That was amazing. We listened to that whole song, didn't we? We did. It, 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 uh, it had, the, it had the, 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 the slow fade. So, you know, that song probably went on for another six and a half minutes, but they trimmed it down to an, a nice, you know, three and a half. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. That song was amazing. But now, I guess since, you know, most people are uh, on lockdown of some sort, it, it would, wouldn't, wouldn't be as bad if we just uh, played some, some extra long versions. Oh, it could be extra. We could play the whole song. Yeah, but, but you know, most songs fit into our... Uh, Banter? Our, our, our banter. <laughs> <laughs> banter! Yeah. Banter. Um, hey, Adam, um, we have a special guest in the house. Do we? Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, I heard her come in. So, uh, I don't know if you know about our intro. Who, me? Yeah, do you know about our intro? <laughs> this intro? <laughs> that intro, yeah, that I'm intro. aware. Well, guess what? Who? In the house. Is Where? What? Who? Wait. Bruh. <laughs> that was great. Um, <laughs> in the house, we have the lovely, the amazing, the beautiful Kate, everybody. Oh, a, a special guest. Hello. Thank you. Isolation. Guest, can you can you play Kate's intro? This is all Kate, everybody. Yeah, we always have the intro on tap. (laughs) That is the one and only Kate. Yeah, that me. That that not that high note is that like a Mariah Carey thing that you're doing there? Are are you falsettoing that? I stole that right from her. I mean, you know, the other people did it like Mimi Ripperton and stuff, Mini Ripperton. <laughs> but you have that gift of the ultrasonic dog whistle note. <laughs> <laughs> that is what it sounds like. Can oh, you yeah. do a live one right now? Ooh, who, 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 who the hell are you? <laughs> <laughs> I hope that didn't hurt anybody's ears. <laughs> I was just going to say, I. <laughs> I can tell you're being gentle with us. Yeah. Oh, uh, when when she was recording it, it was awesome. Like, it was so fun to watch her put that together. That was awesome. I bet. I I um. It's 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 definitely one of my favorite random things that came from putting this entire journey together was. You know, literally the first episode, you're like, I have this uh, song. And I was like, where'd you get it? And uh, yeah, so that was great. I totally, I love it. It it makes every show um, 
you know, even even the alternate universe shows, yes. you know, you always know what's happening. You always know what's coming up. <laughs> it's really, oh man, it's awesome. I think you should just um, bring us into our next section that uh, the ever venerable 45 pickup. So I'd like you to pick a number from, well, let's just say one to 10, pick a number, any number. Oh, that's really, that's really difficult. Um, I know, especially with this music. So many numbers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, seven. Oh. Seven it is. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, takes us back. And today we have a 45 from the Rare Earth label. His Ooh. name is R. Dean Taylor. R. We don't know his first name. R. Dean. Uh, and we have... The A side looks to be Indiana Wants Me. Indiana Jones? I, Dr. Jones. Dr. Jones. It doesn't, it doesn't specify specifically. Does say person, place, animal, mineral? Uh, but let's find out. R. Dean Taylor. <laughs> this is your choice. And, and Indiana. Uh-oh. <laughs> I have a bad feeling about this. Uh oh, Ardeen, you're in trouble. Wait, you have it on. No, it's on 45. He's just a baritone, I guess. That's a low boy. Yep. It's a song about Lawrence. To talk to. If a man ever needed dying, he did. No one had the right to say what he said about you. And it's so cold and lonely here without you. Oh, Indiana. So tired of running. Indiana, I suppose, in a Georgia accent. Well, here it comes. Now, see, Adam, have you ever been in the car and there's been a song that's used a police siren and you start looking around? <laughs> yeah. There's like a Lemonhead song when I was in high school that I had on cassette, and it always had this siren come in real faint at first, and then you're like, what? What? Yeah. So this song you can add to the do not listen to in the car. This one even has the uh, the official bullhorn. You're surrounded. Is that part of the song? Yeah. Oh, wow. I thought you were adding it. This is going to give people panic attacks. Well, if you're all stowed up and you're out, out in your, uh, your hideout, you know, maybe that's not the best record to listen to. But 
I did, think Adam, did, did you ever remember a movie from the early 80s called Tank? Tank. I don't remember. I think that's what it was called. I think, I, I mean, I could be wrong. I actually should look it up. But it was a movie about a guy who gets disgruntled with the town. And then he, like, has a tank or he takes the tank from the army base. And he doesn't shoot anything, but he just sort of, like, runs away and crashes through... Uh, you know, roadblocks with his tank and everybody's sort of like, yeah, supporting him. Wow, that's like a dream. I know. Well, there was a guy who did that for real in the in the 90s and, and took a bulldozer and like demolished half of a town before they had to remove him. But, uh, did it happen this, in real life? Well, yeah, it did happen in real life. But the, the guy in the 90s... Was not a nice person, so uh, he was he was he was being reckless. The movie's more about a guy who's just trying to get attention by by hiding out in a tank. Wait, so the guy in the so the the movie came out before the guy did it in the nineties. <clears throat> Correct. So, so that's he what like I think copied that, this idea, yeah, probably, or he just you know read Greek literature. Oh, I don't know. That sounds exciting. I don't know about Greeks, but uh oh. Looks like something's starting to come through. The ticker tape says... What's that? What it's time for something different. Oh, cool. Adam, you're going to have to freestyle. Okay, here we go. My name is Dan, and I got a plan. I'm gonna call Indiana. I'm gonna call Indiana. All her, all early hip hop was like, "Well, my name is." <laughs> so I don't know what this is, Adam. Really, it's it's some really um, weird techno record. That's what we used to call them boys and girls back in the days this was called techno because we didn't have all of the variances that we do now of uh i wish we could like see the that's the only thing about doing pandemic podcast i don't know i can't hear you adam you seem like you're moving the bummer about doing pandemic freeze what right there freeze don't move okay that was where i heard you the, the bummer about doing pandemic pandemic podcasting <laughs> I don't get to like interact with you and look at the covers of the records and read stuff that's right it is it is not ideal it's just like any other thing we realize that technology cannot duplicate human interaction yeah it's a great song to talk about that during. Yes, this is a good, this is a good neo-fascist, uh, futuristic soundtrack for us to discuss current climate of social change. Yeah, my smartphone won't save you. FaceTime won't save you. I don't know what you'd call this. This is like. Glitch. It's glitch, glitch rock. rock. <laughs> Wait, did yeah. you say glitch rock? Yeah. Oh, we did it kind of at the same time. I, I know, Jinx. Oh boy, I can't say anything. I know. I know you can't say anything because it's it's official on April Fools. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna see what else is on here, and uh, I'll just jump ahead to see what else kind of they get into. kind of deep right Dan yeah Adam Wait, is this the same band what's that same band or the same song yeah this is a, this is the same artist so a lot of their music is glitchy so here's what it says on here it looks like somebody just sort of scribbled over this, but in print it says Dev 79 District Stance. And we just listened to 
D3 flex and mallet metric. And then there's a bunch of random symbols. I don't know. I, it doesn't give any kind. It, I, don't, I don't know what the record label is. I don't know what the band is. I don't know what the record is. It's really, it's one of those, they really want you to work hard to find out who the hell this is. <laughs> and like, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I do you think anyone sits and like listens to that? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to like take away from the art of it. I just couldn't see myself just like sitting in my room and putting that on and like true hanging out. You know, it looks kind of scrawny. <laughs> um, why don't you take some old bread? Um, you're right. It, it it doesn't sound like something that you'd want to have like a relaxing evening to, nor does it sound like something that makes you want to like dance. So it, yeah, it's it's for people who like to itch, you know, itch their eardrums with something different. Ah, uh, maybe have itchy uh, maybe it's like back scratching music. Ooh, that might be a back scratching channel. Well, we haven't we haven't had this segment in a while, Adam, because sometimes you just don't know what's going on. You can't tell, but I'm pretty certain that we can bring back a segment that I like to call human sacrifice. No, I like to call <laughs> the the uh, no music category or the, the the talking only. Talking only. I like it. Yeah. Yes, so I'm gonna put it on side one. It's pretty cool. It's a 10 inch, but it's apparently at 33 and a third speed. And Adam, I just want you to tell me what the heck presents Dr. Arthur C. DeGraff. What's going on here? We'll discuss the control of congestive heart failure. Oh. Few physicians are so well qualified to discuss the management of this disorder as is Dr. DeGraff. Ooh, disorder. As professor of therapeutics at New York, or you just as is Dr. DeGraff. As professor of therapeutics at New York University College of Medicine, as chairman of the scope committee of the United States Pharmacopeia, and as researcher and above all clinician, Bruh. Dr. DeGraff's professional life for almost 40 years has been devoted primarily to the study and treatment of cardiac diseases. Dr. DeGraff. The treatment of fluid retention in the oh, cardiac didn't even get applause, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Dr. Problems. DeGraff. We've come a long way, however, from the days when drugs were used blindly without any information as to the mechanism of action. Of action. Digitalis and Squill were known, even before the days of withering, to be potent agents in relieving a patient of dropsy. dropsy? However, withering was the first to What's apply dropsy? careful clinical criteria, particularly Does that literally mean you drop? For years Faint? after that, Digitalis was the only drug used. The xanthines were added later, oh. but these were never very effective. The accidental that? discovery in 1919 no, I can't. Oh, the on. diuretic Kate effect of an organic answer. mercurial Kate knows the answer. Hold on. The <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> it's when you can't keep things in your hands and they... Oh. Come to the forces of gravity. Oh. Drop these. So you drop things from your hands. Yes. I wonder why that is. Dropsy is is a <clears throat> let's see. I'm going to I'm going to google it since I'm sitting here. <laughs> it's an old term for swelling of soft tissues due to the accumulation of excess water. In years gone by a person might have been said to have dropsy. Today, one would be more descriptive and specify the cause. Thus, the person might have edema due to congestive heart failure. Okay, well, here we go. Dr. Um, what's his name? Is Graf is on to the link to congestive heart failure, I guess. Hmm. Wait, so if you that, I guess that's why you would... On your way. Is that why you would drop stuff, though? Because your hands would be so swollen you couldn't actually grip anything. Exactly. I like it. Development of other more potent and safer mercurial diuretics, but also stimulated That's our new band, investigation Adam. Mercurial diuretics <laughs> and the mechanism of the production of heart failure itself. It was evident quite early 
that although digitalis produced its chief beneficial effect in heart failure by an improvement in cardiac efficiency, the mercurial diuretics acted quite differently See, there we since are again. their action was confined entirely to the kidney. More recently, potent oral diuretic, diuretic, diuretic agents, there we are again. which also <laughs> act on the kidney, have become available. The modern treatment of a patient in congestive heart failure can now be administered with a scientific precision not possible a few years ago. The well, initial treatment quite I feel like this guy's going to tell us a lot of stuff, but I don't think we're going to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's just flip it over. Let's see if he all comes right. to let's see if he comes to a conclusion. It is only a 10-inch record, so it probably only holds like 10 minutes. Maybe he has a, a final thought. Yeah, man, Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer's <laughs> final thought. Here's my final thought for tonight, ladies. Cautiously raise the dosage to determine whether the maximum therapeutic dose is being given. Oh. If oh. toxicity is suspected, the increase in heart failure might well be due to digitalis. In that case, digitalis should be cut for a day or two. Has the digitalis dosage been affected by potassium <laughs> depletion? The occurrence of toxic signs, particularly premature contractions, and what was formerly the therapy. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. I knew it. <laughs> Good timing on that one. I knew that was what he, he was going to get down to brass tacks, and it's always about human sacrifice. Dogs and cats living together. Leaping lizards. <laughs> Hypers. Oh, hypers. Did I tell you about that? No. Kate, have you ever read any Nancy Drew books? Oh, yeah, so many. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Did you, ever run, did you ever run across that, that term, hypers, in any of those books? No. Well, I did. I read one to my daughter, and it was called Mystery at the Ski Jump. And it really, mm. the ski jump didn't come into play till like the last three chapters of the book. But anyway, uh, Nancy's friends keep saying the word hypers when they're like surprised about something. And I was like, I've never heard this term before, and well, I can't find anyone else who has ever heard of it. I Yeah, I never even saw it in the books. Well, it, it must have been a mystery at the ski jump, like, exclusive word then, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's really weird. Never okay, heard well, of it. Okay, I'm gonna, well, I'm going to take a picture of the word and, and its use in the sentence, and I'm going to send it to you because I'm going to, I don't think people believe me now because everyone <laughs> seems to look at me sideways when I say <laughs> Hypers. Hypers. It's cool. It's 1950s lingo. So it's like it's like used the same way that like jeepers would be used? Yeah, exactly. Like, That's exactly in the same place. Hmm. Like jeepers. What's going on, Scoob? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'll tell you what's going on. A little Makata. This is the dance portion of your show today. Hey, you sitting over there. <laughs> Look at her like you just don't care. Yeah, I don't care. He had a perfect thing to rhyme with pants. <laughs> Are you dancing right now, Dan? I'm in. I am. Are you doing it? You gotta keep active on these like down days. You can't. You can't never pass up a leg day. Leg day. Oh. I like it. Hey, I like it like that. Do you like it? I 
This is so so oh, weird like of a mashup. Like I thought you were going, I really like it like that. Like that. Yeah. No, that's not me. I like to shake my body. The way to express my dance. It's so necessary. It's the thing to do. Katy Perry can do it too. I'm just modernizing the lyrics. Oh yeah, I suggest this be the aerobic part of our show. Everybody's just got to get up and do like the, the knee bends. You know, it's the, it's the white guy wedding dance of the 80s. Yeah. All in the knees. Right now, um, the music. Yeah. He's doing it in, in perfect rhythm. And uh, we're gonna make gang, a video. Gang. I think we're gonna make a Coach Day video. Hey, you! Hey, you! Hey, you! Hey, you! Hey, you! That's what we should have started the show at. Yeah. April Fools. Been like, geez, Scoob, I don't know what we're doing around here. The gang gang dance is coming. <laughs> oh, that was beautiful. The gang gang dance, everybody. I love it. I love it. Well, this is on a really small label, literally called Jazz Mania Records from Brooklyn. It doesn't sound like jazz, but it is mania. <laughs> it's, it doesn't sound like jazz. It sounds like a jazz mania. Yeah, that's true. If that's jazz mania music, that's great. I guess. I, mean, I uh, I've never heard of this group, but it's got a lot of people in it, and they're all playing, looks like, pretty traditional stuff. Is that you, or is that me? That was me, I think. Okay. Yeah. I'm just checking, because I keep, I keep detecting it, and I'm like, is that somebody trying to tell me something? Well, that one was me. That's, those are my sound effects. Are you trying to, t- <laughs> are you trying to tell me something? <laughs> All right, Adam. Let's let's <laughs> let's uh, let's do let's do something totally new today, shall we? Oh, uh, something new. Totally new. Okay. Okay. Um, this is a famous person. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna say that right now. We're gonna say that this is a famous person. Most people will know this person's name. Okay. But I don't think anyone that is listening right now knows this version of this famous singer. Okay. So it's your job, Adam, to help us out. See if you can help identify who this is. And Kate. Now I'm sitting by the window trying to write a song. Gotta do another album before too long When a girl across the alley shows up with no clothes on Well, I try not to look, in fact, to turn away Gotta concentrate on what I have to say After all, ideas of what this boy grows on Too many distractions Making infractions (laughs) On my mind it is Bobby Darren, ladies and gentlemen. He is not singing Mac the Knife. Get up off the couch in the he is the singing some Bob Dylan-esque. 
telling each other the war is something they don't believe in. It's a great song. Too many distractions. It is. It's a good song. This whole album is good. It's just, it's such a weird, I don't know, departure. What album is it? What's the album called? This is a single record like to get that away, Bob Darren put out in like 1968 or something. It's called Commitment, and it's on his own label. That's the crazy part about it, is that he just basically created a label so he could put this record out. But I mean, it's, it's very, very Bob Dylan. It's... But, oh, I love his voice so much. Yeah. So have you heard that before? No. So did you use a robot to figure that out? <laughs> when, I don't know. If you, if you listen, um, like, finally, like, right when you asked me, yeah. I asked Gary, uh, I did a, like, a, what song is with Gary? Oh, I, got Gary it. Was I couldn't hear it, yeah. Now he sounds like um, kind of like the band. This is called The Harvest. But it's also the hand jive. A little James Taylor. I don't know, I'm feeling a little like James Taylor. I don't know. James Taylor is funky. Took a lot of work to build a road to Rome. It's gonna be uh, a good beat when the barn party. Oh, we should talk about that. We've we've neglected to even mention it. Oh, the barn in the past party. few weeks because well, we, um, there's the no outside world doesn't seem real. Well, yeah, there there's no barn party because there is no gatherings, and therefore the barn party is on indefinite hiatus. But um, we did have it all worked out. All those weeks that I kept saying, next week I'm going to tell you what's going on, I really did have it worked out. And it was going to take place in this sweet barn uh, in uh, like Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania. So yeah. someday, ladies and gentlemen, we will get back there and everyone will be hopefully really you know, down with, with getting together eventually. And then uh, we'll have the barn party proper. Oh, it's going to be great. We're we're hoping that um, Free Design shows up. (laughs) You will will definitely hear Free Design if you attend the barn party, whether they're they're live or not. But um, I I did get permission to break code and and plug in you know a speaker, but it just can't be like crazy so it's not it's going to be my living room speakers it's like we're going to hang out in the in the uh the shack so but anybody who keeps keeps it you know keep keep that on your calendar just put barn party at the top of may june july and august and and then one of those months uh we'll, we'll figure it out but uh until then i want to start another segment adam because i i just can't we're we're getting to the to the close of of the season. We're gonna have our greatest moments and and uh, favorite song episodes coming soon. Yeah, and uh, maybe another COVID uh, special special show. Uh, but you know we're only we're we're only down to a few more shows, my man. Wow! And then we're gonna we're gonna sell it to the big boys. Then we're gonna sell it, <laughs> we're gonna sell it to. The guy who sells bananas on the corner. Yes. We're gonna <laughs> hey, He man, buys want, lots of podcasts. You want a podcast, Banana Man? <laughs> it's like it's like the Sesame Street where the guy comes up and he's like, Hey, psst, you wanna buy a cue? And Ernie's like, a cue, and he's like, Shh 
e quiet. <laughs> He's like, he's like trying to sell him some some stolen letters. He wants a letter Q. Yeah, he's like, don't shh, shh, keep it quiet. I I got a letter Q here that you might just like. All right, well, this new That's new amazing. new new thing is gonna be. Um, I I happen to find some really uh, kind of. Uh, I don't even know what to call these. Like these are probably songs that were in a public domain in the nineties and, and companies would just compile these things and put them on CDs and print them up real cheap. So this is from a compilation called soul vocal group delights volume 12 Ooh. lovers choices Soul vocal. And, and, and other than, I mean, if you, if you happen to pick this, um, Harold Melvin in the Blue Notes is the only, maybe the Whispers. Uh, this is the only groups on here that I even recognize. The rest of these, uh, never heard of. These are all obviously so vo soul vocal groups, and probably love songs. So Adam, I want you to pick a number between one and twenty-two. One and twenty-two. Yeah, man, these CDs hold a lot. Oh, jeez. All <laughs> two, right. Two and a half minute songs. You can fit twenty-two of them. I'm going to choose 22. 22. I like it. Yeah. All right. It's going to take me a, a, a hot second to get over there because I am now playing, going back to our, to our local uh, show a few weeks ago, I'm playing everything on a PlayStation 1, and I don't have a screen. So here we go. We're going to start the CD. We're going to hear it turning. We're going to trust that it starts. Here's one, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two. Here we go. I'll take you back. Ooh. I'll take you back by the cool sounds. Uh-oh. Oh, no. CD rot. Yeah. Conditions, man. Come on. Did she say on conditions? Yeah, she says on conditions. Condition number one. I thought that. I want you to put me every Wednesday night. I have two conditions. One. I have no condition. <laughs> Two, I'm a liar. Come on. Like, alright, look, I'll take you back. Listen to this song. And then call me She's basically just saying, I want you to love me. That's my condition. Just, but like just a child love me. At play, I just threw you away. And now that I'm blind in the seat, out of all the girls, Again. I'm the best one in What are my April Fools? I don't know. It's almost in our key. necessarily the traditional love song but oh, that was pretty cool i liked it it just says cool like... sounds i don't even know is that a really a band what is it who it literally says on track 22 i'll take you back b 
meaning the word B-E is after I'll Take You Back, B. <laughs> wow. And then, it, and then the band is listed as Cool Sounds. I've never <laughs> heard of Cool Sounds. <laughs> well, I'll take you back, B. Yeah, I'll take you. Well, that makes sense now. Yeah. Yo, I'll take you back, B. I got some cool sounds. But, I mean, did they get to monopolize that, that name? Yeah. That was in the 50s, right? That's just not the... That's not how I was raised. Um, I would I would guess it was from the early 60s. I don't know. It yeah. doesn't have any information at all. Who so. the hell are you? Right. Yeah. I don't even trust the label. I mean, you could use your fancy robot. Maybe that would recognize it. But. Yeah. Oh, you know what, Dan? I just realized I have a USB mic now. Dude. I could have plugged, plugged that in. Well, next time we'll do that because I hate to tell you, we're probably not going to see each other for a few more weeks. (laughs) So we have time. Hey, Dan, actually, I'm standing outside your door. Oh. There he is. Welcome, Adam. Welcome to St. Elsewhere. I'm not out there. I'm the only one doing April Fool's jokes around here. <laughs> Here's an April Fool. What? Here's a, a great rockabilly guitarist. I've got a guy. I like him fine. But he takes me for granted all of the time to teach him a lesson. Make him mad. I went out on a date with the best friend he had. That made him mad, boy. She's like the female Elvis. And he hugged me and he kissed me and he asked me not to do it again. (laughs) Oh, late last night when I came in, he demanded to know just where I'd been, but I really put him right in his face. You're right, Wanda. Instead of an answer, I laughed in his face. That made him mad. Made him mad. So he hugged me and he kissed me and he asked me not to do it again. Do it again. What's the song called? Hot Dog, That Man. Heart is on my sleeve, and if I didn't change that he would leave, well, oh. you should have seen him. Was his face red? Oh, I'm sorry, it's hot dog that him, made him mad. That hot dog that he ate at the fair did not treat him too well. Well, the moral is to play it cool. The 50s were people rhymed yeah. the same words over and over again. Rule fool. Ring in singing. That makes him mad. And he'll hug you and he'll kiss you and he'll ask you not to do it again. Yeah, he'll hug you and he'll kiss you. He'll squeeze you and he'll please you. And he'll ask you not to do Do it again. That's it, Rhonda. You tell him. See? I didn't even know that that was going to be basically like the same message as we had from, what was it? Cool sounds, you know? Like, hey, come back under conditions. Now, Wanda's like, don't do it again. I'm hearing yeah, bings dog. and bames. <laughs> hot dog. <laughs> wow. I'm going to go, uh, even though I like the company, I, I have a, a one of those like Korean beetles in my house. So I'm going to turn it over to Adam's corner while I go put this guy outside. Oh, okay. Um, so I wonder if the hot dog was not an Ostermeyer wiener. Maybe it was like a vegan hot dog that that wasn't so good. 
or maybe you didn't get the sauerkraut. You can't have a hot dog without the kraut. Or maybe, I don't know. Kate, I need help. Um, it's Adam's Corner. I'm supposed to say stuff, but. Well, let's see. I always feel on the spot. If it was a vegan hot dog. Fine, it it's Kate's Corner now. So mad because yeah. it didn't really taste like a hot dog. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So then that would have really made them mad. Like, my own. Like, my own. <laughs> that's true. Uh, well, I don't. I think it's because it wasn't an Oscar Mayer wiener. Oh yeah. Well, my baloney has a first name. It's O S C A R. Oh. Wow. My baloney has a second name. It's What's that? E Y E R. Wow. <laughs> that means bal- go. Whoa. Every time someone says "well," all I do, I, I can only picture Keanu Reeves's face. <laughs> or or Joey from Blossom. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, but he Blossom. said it. Yeah, he whoa. said it in a different way. Keanu Whoa is like whoa, 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 <laughs> and um, and Joey's is more like whoa. Oh, you know what we watched the other day? Blossom. No, no, but I haven't. A, but Keanu Reeves movie. Uh, hold on. There's plenty to choose from. Point Break. No. Uh, Matrix. Nope. That one where he was like talking to the devil. No. no. Um, speed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just talking to somebody about that movie not too long ago because I was like, who would ever make that movie today? They're like, it's a story about a bus that can't slow down. You know, it's a really great idea. And I think Keanu Reeves was the perfect character for that. Because in Speed 2, they tried to, like, <laughs> have some other guy. And it just wasn't. And they would try to make him all quiet and whatever. They put but, him on a boat, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that was actually, like, a really great idea for a movie. Yeah. All right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. I... I haven't thought I haven't thought about speed uh watching it. I just thought, you know, I, I can't even imagine how somebody pitched that movie. My my mom was an extra in that movie. No uh. Yeah. Yeah. Did they film it in, in in southeastern Pennsylvania? No, she had to travel. But they they didn't pay her, but she wanted to be an extra in the movie because she wanted to meet Keanu Reeves. Adam, I know you're playing an April Fool's joke. But my uh-uh. mom was actually an extra in that movie. Wait, uh, really? No way. It's so funny that you made that joke because my mom really was in that movie. Now I feel... I told you that when we were watching it. Don't you remember? Don't you ever listen? Bruh. I don't listen to you. She broke the Wait, you don't listen to me? No, I do. Oh. What? Oh, boy. Well, I'm glad I'm glad um, you're still with us, Kate, because because then I can like roam around and pick out more records while you guys. Well, I want to read down a, the fort. <laughs> I want to read a CNN uh, from. Four yeah, minutes. read read us the new guidelines. Are we Let's supposed to it. say six feet apart or six and a half feet apart? Ooh. Is mask going to help or mask not no, going to no, help? No, no. Do you get Air tested? Crap. I got tested. They shoved it way up into my brain. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's right. Did it hurt? Yes, but now it's got a, Now it's the back of your throat. I thought. All I know is, when I got tested, they jammed things up every where they could in your face to 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 get whatever they needed because Did they go through your eyeball. The eyeball. Well, it, they almost touched the back of my eyeball because they went. They go so far up your nasal cavity, like it. You can feel it almost tickling your eyeball. Woo! Oh my gosh! All right. Wow. Anyway. Anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, no. Aircraft carrier commander removed. Days after writing a stark memo warning of an outbreak on the USS Theodore Roosevelt, capped. That's for captain. Brett hey, cap. Crozier was relieved of duty for loss of judgment. What? 
Loss of judgment, you meaning he's the guy who said we have a bunch of cases on board and I need to do something about it? I guess so. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, what about wow. what about the dude who tried to run the train into the hospital ship? Wait, I didn't hear about that one. There there's there's a train derailment in Los Angeles on Tuesday, and now they're saying that the guy who was driving the train admitted to trying to ram it through the end of the track onto this like dock and trying to to sink it and i'm thinking is this is this like the born i, I mean talk about speed like are we in are we in a movie right now like the born <laughs> identity where all these crazy people are running around trying to cause chaos and run trains into ships and you know that sounds like that's awful yeah well you can just hear you can just see the whole scene leading up to it you know uh the hero, you know, like a, a Patrick Swayze kind of hero is chasing the guy and the guy's like, you'll never catch me. I'm going to take this train. And then he runs and gets the train and then it's a chase. And, you know, he just barely stops him before he reaches where he needs to go. That's just me. Well, it says here, the commander of a U.S. aircraft carrier that has been hit by a major outbreak of coronavirus has been relieved of command days after writing a memo warning Navy leadership that decisive action was needed to save the lives of the ship's crew, Acting Secretary of the Navy Thomas Moldley announced on Thursday. Today, at my uh, discretion, the commanding officer of the USS Theodore Roosevelt, Captain Brett Crozier, was relieved of command by Carrier Strike Group Commander Rear Admiral Stuart Baker Moldley said during a Pentagon press briefing. Um, well, I could go on, but I've got a know. rear admiral. Yeah, only in you the know. mornings. Here, here, there's a little. Let's see if this comes through. Here, let's see if uh, if um, what comes there's through. There's a little. Uh, there's a little. Um, I may not work. I don't want to spend forever on it. But oh. Barbara, the commander of a naval aircraft carrier, uh, has has put out an urgent plea after dozens of sailors became infected with the coronavirus. What is he saying? Well, this is the commander of the carrier Theodore Roosevelt, which right now is docked in Guam trying Roosevelt. to get testing done of all 5,000 members of the crew and and uh, removing the ill crew members. There may be as Are many as speaking English? or get into know. a local hospital. <laughs> the commander today made an urgent hospital. plea. And let me just read you what this Navy captain oh. said to the Pentagon, and I'm quoting him. He said, Bruh. we are not at war. Sailors don't need to die. If we do not act now, we are failing to properly take care of our most trusted asset, our sailors. And the response from the Pentagon about all of this is that none of the sailors so far who are stricken are seriously ill or in the hospital. And they are sending additional good news, sending additional medical care, additional testing out there. Well, yeah, of course. At least take yeah, turn that off. Yeah. All right, all right. They're basically saying, they're basically saying, you're in the navy. You have to do whatever we say or <laughs> get out. They're like, sorry, <laughs> you yeah. guys are going to be all right. <laughs> yeah, sorry, you are the first line of defense, and therefore, I mean, that's the crazy part. I mean, nobody, yeah. nobody can, you know, talk about essential people. Talk about people who have to do their job no matter what. So yeah, yeah. Well, Adam, let's talk one more section here because uh, right. we, we need to throw in another classic before yep. we wrap it up here. And this one, I guarantee you, this, this time, I guarantee it's I don't speak the language. Oh, better be. Yeah. And you can translate. Try to guess what language it is, my friend. Traditional language. Well, unless this is instrumental, but it says folk songs, so should have lyrics. <laughs> Don't you cheat? Oh, wait. 
Oh my god. You're saying, if you keep that up, I'm gonna put your pinky toe in a cup of butter. <laughs> Not my pinky. It's really hard to, to decipher. They're singing oh. so slowly, they don't have any consonants. Supposed to give me bad luck for two years. When you stick your pinky toe in a cup of butter. Um, I don't know what language it is. is it? All right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna move on, but the translation for that song is called They Hunted Me for Three Days. Whoa. Yeah. Did they catch? I don't know. This is the Marching Hussars. Or Hussars. I would guess it's not pronounced that way. But a better language You're close. keep saying I'm gonna open the window and close the window. I'm gonna open the window and close the window. <laughs> help me to help you. Help me to help you. Help me to help you. Um, so think of a think of a, a Soviet bloc country, and you and you'll you'll figure it out. Um, Here, one more. I don't... The young maid. <laughs> oh wait, no, we gotta. Gotta go to a drinking song. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Everyone has a drinking song. Every culture <laughs> has a drinking song, so. This may not be the greatest. We'll find out how this this country describes its drinking. Mongolia? Mongolian music? Say it again? Mongolian music? No, not Mongolian, man. Drinking. Hoi, 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 hoi. Man, they're really like, this is a very agitated song. Any guesses over there? Cat, I don't know. I'm looking at a map. I don't know. <laughs> Kate? I know less than he does. Oh, no guesses from either one Kat, of you, eh? Kazakhstan? Tasmanian? Tasmania? I don't know. <laughs> That's like an island off the coast of New Zealand. <laughs> Just it's, if it, it's close to Russia, you said? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's close, but it was it was part of the the communist Ukraine? Eastern European countries. Eastern. And now it's it's a republic. The it Czech used to be called. Republic? Yeah, say it. Oh, I was gonna. You know, it's funny. I was gonna say the Czech Republic, but I thought I was wrong. That's Why didn't go with my? How quote? many times? How many times do I have to say? to everyone listening that go with your first guess. <laughs> oh. It's mostly right. Uh, yes, That's... Czechoslovakian folk songs. Classic, uh, you know, jumping and twirling and singing songs such as They Hunted Me for Three Days, Old Shepherd, The Marching Hussars, The Kaisuka River, Seventy Skirts, The... They, the uh, the Killed Brigand. That's an odd Ooh. sentence. Walking to Malacky. Fly. Malak yeah, Malacky. <laughs> Come on, man. Adam Malacky. <laughs> so you know what time it is? It's time, time for you guys to batten down the hatches. Thank you. 
Adam and oh. Kate for joining us. Keeping my spirits up. I hope I kept yours up too. Oh, you did. You did. <laughs> Don't lie. April Fools. <laughs> you are not a spirit lifter. You brought it down. Walk back.